Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. On the overnight crowd, we're joined by a new voice here from a, 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 an area that we've been used to having contributors from the edge of the crowd. Jessica Ross joins us to look at NRL, a, a sports writer with the edge of the crowd. Jessica, thank you so much for your time here on the show and welcome, of course, to the overnight crowd community. No worries. I am very happy to be making my debut. Yes, and good luck on the debut because you have come in we're in a 48-hour period that is probably turned into the most or one of the more tumultuous 48-hour periods I can remember in NRL. Yeah, absolutely. We've gone from, okay, a few headlines here. You're usually used to things maybe quieting down a bit after all the origin stuff is done and you're waiting a few weeks before all the final stuff starts to up. But here we've just had, yeah, probably the biggest headlines in as long as I can remember. Well, when I reached out to you to start having a conversation, I mainly was coming from the perspective of let's dissect the um, result of the bunker in the Cowboys-Tigers game. That's since, thankfully for the bunker and I suppose for Ashley Klein, become a lesser news item because of across today and what broke yesterday afternoon, I suppose, with Manly Seagulls. And uh, that's obviously, it's a complicated issue to to talk about, but that's been the biggest talking point in the last 24 hours is Manly. So Yeah, Yeah, it's been really interesting. We've had like, I think, five or six news stories that would have been dominating the headlines had they happened in any other week. Yeah, so let's try and work because yeah. uh, let's work through them. Okay, let's start. We'll have to start with um, Manly because it is the biggest talking point right now. The um, the flow on effect of this. There was press conferences across Tuesday, working their way through apologies, and it's as I just mentioned, it is a really complex issue for people to talk about and for people to break down. What's the feel over in New South Wales on the east coast? How is this being handled? How is it coming across? I think. I think it's been, obviously, with anything like this, it is a complex issue, and a lot of people have a lot of opinions that will influence how they interpret this story. But I think it's one of those, for me, I think the big issue was, I don't think Manly thought it out well. Yeah, so to, to, in case people haven't seen it, and we do have a very high AFL contingent, but I can't imagine people have missed it, it's of it's the Manly Pride jersey that was coming through for women in leagues round. It was supposed to be a an all-inclusive and everyone in league jersey that they were releasing. And some players, I think my understanding of it, were taken aback. They didn't realise that what what was coming. And with the mm. um, the Pride rainbow existing in it, then there's been I think it was seven players in the end that are choosing to to take this their option to not be available for selection. And, and that's everyone's right, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. They have 
um, their right to do so. Manly has their right to wear the jersey. Hopefully, this won't have any long-lasting friction in the squad because of this. I'm just hoping that, yeah, this can be an okay... I think the... I'm thinking this could be an okay... We may differ an opinion here, but hopefully we can still get on. But I think the big issue for me was one of the things that came out was that the players didn't know about this until it was made public. Yeah. And I I saw a great um, article that Mary Kay, who does the Ladies in League Twitter feed as a, as a hobbyist and a very, very good hobbyist at that, the way she writes um, is fant- I, I really appreciate, but I liked um, the saying that she put out there that said nothing about us without us. And yet that summed up the lack of consultancy and whether we would have had a different way that this was worked around potentially had the players who I think regardless of whether it's pride Jersey, whether it's harmony round, whether it's first nations people and rounds like that, anything that we're celebrating, even just general design of the uniform, I I feel like the player base should be consulted in these things. Yeah, exactly. I think, and especially with something like this, when the club's trying to make a statement here, a lot of the impact of the statement is lost when suddenly the main headline becomes play, players and infighting within the club. Yeah. And then you have the, the fact that the, again, unfortunate minority areas that are already struggling in the, you know, the queer community it, it becomes something that has has turned into a, a real negative where it was always intended. The intentions were always a very positive intention. Mm. Yeah. And I think it's really good that they're doing this. I think it's been well overdue for this sort of thing, but you can also see why it hasn't happened until now with a lot of the reactions from a number of those players. Yeah, we saw earlier in the year GWS player in the AFLW, Hanin Zurika, she made the decision not to wear their jersey and step aside from that pride round. But all through that whole period, I got the impression that there was lots of discussion with her and her teammates and the organisation and it was managed a little bit better. So I guess that's maybe the learning to hope that both sides of this are are handling it. But what about if we can shelve that complicated issue, which I have no doubt I'll talk a bit more about on the program as it goes with the callers and stuff as well. But the seven players stepping outside of the starting side, finals on the line as well, which Mm. what about the fans? Does that add another layer to this? Yeah, absolutely. Considering that if this was, the Panthers or the Cowboys or a team that's going to make finals, or if this was the Tigers or the Titans who are already gone, I think it's very different compared to this is eight versus nine. The winner of here is in a much stronger position to make the eight. So I think down the line, this, this game will matter a lot. And if Manly do lose it, I think we come back to this conversation a lot. I think I, I agree with you. It's going to be a crucial game. And hopefully what it does do is actually open up conversations throughout all of this area, not just from um, the everyone in league round, but yeah, well, I guess from the perspective of everyone in league, and maybe we can come out of it with a bit more education, me included, as to the player's perspective on this one. Because I guess for me, disappointed in the outcome, but, you know, ready to, to learn as to the reasons why and have a better understanding on why consultation 
should be something that we have to look at as well and, and make sure that overall we're making sure that sport is a place where everyone is valued. Exactly. And the what I would yeah, much rather see is everyone feeling that, okay, they can be somewhat respected. They may not necessarily agree with this, but they can still feel like they are respected by their club and it's not going to be held against them. So moving back... I think it's a tough situation. Oh, it is a very tough situation. So moving back to um, one of the stories that, again, would have been, I think, a much bigger airspace is Kevin Proctor, former um, captain at Gold Coast Titans. Just the decision to, A, have his phone in what I assume would be a restricted area during a game and then to post on social media vaping during, I think it was halftime, the move from Gold Coast to, to sack him. And to move on from him following the incident, what further have we got another 24 hours on from that? Not a lot. I think the Gold Coast wasn't intending to renew his contract at the end of the year anyway. But really with that, Proctor sort of forced their hand, I think. You can't really keep him on when that is a really bad look for the club. That's super bad. And again, it blows my mind. It takes me back to... Emily Smith in the WBBL uh, rain affected game that didn't go ahead. And so they didn't set up the restrict, restricted area properly. She has her phone in hand, sends out a tweet that shows the batting lineup in a game that didn't go ahead. And she gets a six months suspension from the sport. So oh, how mm. he even, how he even was in possession of his phone is another part that I don't truly have an understanding of either. Uh, okay. Well, let's look back then on the Cowboys and Tigers and yes, yeah. That was, I think, yeah, what we were all expecting to be the headline until this dropped over the past 48 hours. And so we've had it come out from the NRL that they do believe the bunker got it wrong. Ashley Klein did get it wrong. They're not saying the decision to allow the captain's review, the captain's challenge, they say that's fine, but we we don't agree with the decision that was made. Is Is there still any recourse that West Tigers can do or has it all been dead and buried now? And unfortunately, as much as we... You know, you've you've been stiffed. You're not going to get the winning points. Yeah, I think my understanding is, um, except for in the situations of actually like illegitimate conduct and stuff like that, I'm pretty sure that basically once the whistle's gone, it's final. And there's not much to target to do. But I do feel for them it was, yeah, the NRL has agreed that it's the wrong decision. And that, that happens, but when that's what leads, when you're the Tigers and you haven't even won that many games, it's just rough for them. Oh, it was it was rough to watch in the end. Absolutely, it was a roller coaster of emotions. Ah, oh, sport, hey, it does it to all of us. So, looking ahead to, I do also though. Yeah, go. I do also though. I feel a bit for the refs because, like, when's the last time you heard anyone say, "Oh, hey, the refs actually refs that game really well." I can't remember the last time I've heard someone say that. It doesn't happen very often. We're much quicker to go on the, um, you know, the attack versus the credit. Absolutely. So it's exactly. That, it's, it's, yeah. a rough, it's a tough position and I am very happy that I am not a NRL ref. <laughs> it was an, such an awkward, awkward, awkward moment, even with the, the noise, unable to hear, having to step away. Yeah, it, it, you always knew it was going to come into getting reviewed and obviously on the commentary, they were absolutely baffled that that was the decision that was made. And as we all have seen it turn out that it shouldn't have been the decision that was made, but human error, Hey, it exists and it happens. 
Um, so looking ahead to the round ahead, you were just talking about roosters and sea eagles, eighth and ninth. Is that that? And Raiders and Dragons are also 10th and 11th and on 20 points as well. So a couple of critical games across this round. Yeah, absolutely. Especially when at this point, there is only one club that is confirmed will be in the finals, which is Panthers. And there are two clubs that won't, which are Titans and Tigers. Everyone else is still playing. Wow. Some need some unusual results, but anyone could still make it. Cowboys only need, I think the big ones well, this round is the Cowboys only need the one win. If they can beat the Dragons, they're through. Okay. But, yeah. So, yeah, because, I mean, Penrith play Eels, which is the side that I follow. And that, I mean, Eels are sitting in seventh. So for the Panthers, it it doesn't really matter except just continuing on their winning ways. But for the Eels, they've just been sliding consistently, which is the story of the Eels in recent years. Yeah, absolutely. I think we've had this happen a few times that we've seen Eels look tough and then start to fall away at the last moment. They need to get a win, and against the Panthers, it's not going to be hard to do. Other game I'm going to be looking at, though, is the other Friday night one, where the Storm obviously have always been strong favourites to make finals. Strong favourites this game. They've lost their last, I think, four games. They're not in a good form at the moment. It's it's the probably the most bizarre streak I've seen the Storm in my memory of, of how the Storm have played. And even Bellamy, I think, was saying, I'm not entirely sure how we turn this around, but they have to get the win against the Warriors here in 13th on Friday night. Yeah, exactly. The, the season's not mathematically over, but if you can't even beat the 13th team, you're going to have a lot of trouble when it comes down to beating top four teams to win a premiership. Uh, the other game shooting across to Sunday that will have some potential uh, results to do with the ladder are probably the 12th versus 14th. It doesn't really sound like it should, but because of, as you said, it's such a tight ladder, the Knights and Bulldogs both need the win in this to keep their mathematical chances alive. Yeah, exactly. I think both, I think, have been, had interesting seasons. I think we expected, I think, a bit more from both of them coming in maybe have been underperforming a bit, but I think, yeah, either of those teams, whoever loses, is out. Winner has a rough job ahead of them, but could still do it. So overall, women in league round coming up round 20, uh, you're just looking forward to getting back to letting the footy do the talking? Yeah, that's my hope. I hope that we can just yeah, get some get some footy and just, yeah, appreciate the women that make rugby league possible when I think it's a really important round and Hopefully, yeah, it's been a shame that that hasn't been the main topic of conversation coming into the round, but I hope that can change this week. Well, Jessica, thank you so much for your time here on the Overnight Crowd. We'll let you go and enjoy uh, the Women in League round. Round 20, a very important one in NRL this season. Exactly. Thank you for having me. Let's continue the conversation on the other side of this break. It's Jen Wallace, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. the number to get involved in the conversation. Let's talk soon. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.